RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Now, um, I don't know if I have bed sores or what I have, but I watched a whole lot of football last weekend. I mean, from college football to NFL football, it's like I had been waiting all year just to overload on it. So I did. Um, I missed it, and uh, it's going to be a long season, but that's okay because... Uh, football's here and I'm excited and uh, I can't watch enough football. I don't, I don't know about you. Now, I was blessed to have watched our Buccaneers get a big victory Thursday night. Um, and I, I'm going to say big victory and that's not a joke, people. Uh, going on the road on Thursday, you don't win very often. Playing Sunday night against a division rival, we played Sunday night and we had to go on the road on a Thursday and they won, and they looked pretty darn good. So my hat's off to go to the players. My hat's off goes to Bruce Arians and his staff for getting his uh, team ready because it would have been very easy for them to go there and lay an egg and look flat. Very, very easy. The guys were fighting, um, and that's, it shows a lot. Um, still don't know where we are as a football team because we've played two teams that, uh, although the, the 49ers are 2-0, and um, they beat us and I believe Cincinnati. So that's still questionable. Um, the Carolina Panthers would have had a better chance to win against the Buccaneers if I was the quarterback. Cam Newton was the only real big liability on the Carolina's team. I'm a Cam Newton fan. Cam Newton's done some wonderful things throughout his career. He can't throw the ball no more. Just like a lot of other injuries, ACLs, when you have a rotator cuff, and I've had one, okay? I had a rotator cuff years ago. The other day I picked up a baseball. I'm not sure I could throw a baseball 30 yards. I'm not sure. Once you have that rotator cuff, it takes a while to come back, and you don't know what you're going to come back like. He's not the same athlete. First of all, he can't run. Well, he could run, but he doesn't want to run. He don't want to take any licks. When you're on the one-yard line, it used to be put Cam in the shotgun, and you just... Run off of that because you can't stop that 6'6", 260-pound Superman from getting six inches. He's not Superman anymore. He ain't opening up his chest. The chest ain't happening no more. He looks very, he looks below average as a quarterback. He missed a good dozen open receivers. That's why from I'm going to hold back. I'm going to reserve labeling this defense is great yet. I'm going to reserve that. Because if Cam had a cannon or he had his old arm, Hargraves would have get up, gave up a touchdown real early. Cam missed a couple situations for touchdowns. Not taken away from the, what the defense did with the Buccaneers, but Cam, Cam, they're not going to win many games with Cam Newton. They're just not. Unless he figure out a way to get healthy, and it is very hard to get healthy in the middle of a football season. Almost impossible. So... That's their problems. Well, the Buccaneers came out with a, you know, they had to win that game. They lose that game. The season's done. Now, okay, you can look at it, you can look at this Giants game now and say, okay, the Bucs have a chance. Giants are struggling. They still have a, a wonderful football player in Saquon Barkley, but that's about it. Eli Manning needs to just say that's that's enough. 
they're trying to be nice to Eli. If his name wasn't Manning, he'd have been gone. Um, he can't play anymore. He gave it up about a year and a half ago when he just didn't want to take no more licks anymore. And I, I, I saw it with my own eyes. People just putting their finger on him and him falling. That's when, when you lose your edge, that's when you should be hanging up. And he's, he's lost his edge. So I see the Buccaneers going 2-1. and one. Now, I'm always wrong because I saw them winning the first game and losing the second game. And my money's gone because of it. So I'm always wrong. So, you know, I still don't know what kind of Buccaneer team we have. Now, there's certain things that I liked on Thursday. I liked, I said this before the game, all week. What Bruce Arians has to instill in Jameis Winston is let's win the game. I literally said 21-17. Let's win the game 21-17. Because you know what? The Bucks could have won a game 21-17 against San Francisco if we just punted the ball in a couple situations. Just don't be a bonehead. And Jameis did bonehead things in the first week, and that's why we lost, and didn't do bonehead things in the second week, and that's why we won. So, you know, have faith in your defense. Now, it's hard to have faith in your defense if you're Jameis Winston if, you know, the previous five years or four years, they haven't stopped anybody. But now we have a defense that's stopping people. And now we have an equation to where, okay, at the end of the game, if we need a stop, hopefully our defense comes up with a stop. They haven't proven that yet, but you have to have confidence. Todd Bowles and, and Bruce Arians were in better hands. It's good to see. In, in the past, the Buccaneers would have lost that game, for sure. At the end of that game, the Buccaneers wouldn't have stopped anybody. They never did. And now we did, okay? for now, now we feel good about ourselves. So when the next time it's in that situation, the Buccaneers feel good. Offensively, uh, I would have gave a game ball to the offensive line. In that short week, beginning of the season, going against uh, Gerald McCoy, who flapped his gums uh, and showed his ass uh, on Thursday night, everybody was like, oh, Gerald was um, pissed off. Well, it, we watched him for nine years. I never saw him pissed off. So the only time I ever saw him pissed off was against the Bucks, where he was getting a stupid-ass penalty for nothing. And Jensen didn't do nothing. He must have talked about his mother. He didn't, he didn't, didn't really touch him. He didn't do anything all that mean. I'd have been meaner than that. And then Gerald pushed him back like a tough guy and got the 15 yards. Made probably one play, tackle for loss. That's about what Gerald does. Hey, and you know what? Uh, Carolina, enjoy. Enjoy overpaying somebody that makes one and a half plays a game, and you will lose a lot, okay? Good, you made him the captain. Congratulations. Well, he was our captain for years and years, and we lost all the damn time. So congratulations. You have him now? And I made a prediction before the season. Carolina's going to struggle, and Gerald McCoy is going to lay her down. He's going to lay her down. Remember I said that. You can go back and watch later on. Well, you guys know that football season is upon us, and we get the uh, warm and fuzzies inside when football season's around. And I don't know about you, but uh, I like to put a little something on the game. I like to put a little bet here and there. And it just makes all the games, you know, it's a little bit more exciting. And uh, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it efficiently and legally with my people at MyBookie. Now, you need to do the smart thing and go to MyBookie.ag 
and nobody gives you more ways to win than they do. My bookie, they have the fastest payout and the better lines uh, than the other sports books. Like I said, it's it makes the game a little bit more exciting if you're betting on it, obviously. Now, they're going to give our listeners some special love. What you do is you join now to mybookie.ag, and you're going to get double your first deposit. So you deposit $1,000, they're going to double it. So you got to take advantage of this right now. Use the promo code INTRENCHES, that's I-N-T-R-E-N, C H E S in trenches to activate the uh, the uh, offer that's in trenches. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid, and I wouldn't be sending you there if I wasn't using it myself. They do wonderful job of betting legally, everybody. So that's mybookie.ag. Get with them today. Promo code in trenches. So as a whole, I thought the offensive line played well. Um, running the ball effectively enough. You know, go back and look at statistics. Everybody always looks at the quarterback statistics and how many yards they pass for. And, oh, he passed for 300 yards. Let me tell you something, okay? If you throw the ball 45 times and you pass for 300 yards, you didn't do shit, okay? Do something like Lamar Jackson did and threw the ball 20 times and get 300 and some yards. That's doing something. You know, the equation of last week was perfect, okay? Uh, I think Jameis threw the ball 25-ish times, somewhere in there. And we ran the ball 40-something times. That's the equation. Look at all the games throughout the NFL, and I've never done this, but I'm telling you I'm going to be right. The team that rushes the ball more, not for more yards, rushes the ball more, more attempts, wins the majority of football games. Not the one that throws the ball more. The one that runs the ball more, okay? More attempts, wins most games. It's still old school football, still. And the offensive line, for once, gave us the ability to continue running the ball, okay? That's a good thing. Peyton Barber's our guy. Ronald Jones is is a change-up guy. I'm still not really sure about Ronald Jones as a straight-up runner. And... O.J. Howard, um, there's an APB on you. Don't know where you at. I question O.J. Howard at the beginning of the year. Everybody loves to gas this kid up. He looks fantastic. You know, the whole look like Tarzan, play like Jane thing? That's what I'm putting on him right now because you you can blame other people, but you where you at? Not seeing him open. Blocking him. Eh? Blocking's okay. It's not enough. Okay. Chris Godwin looked like a man. Mike Evans is going to do what he does. Jameis Winston not losing the game. It's big. Defensively, Hargraves made some plays, made a lot of tackles, got burned a couple times. That's the way it's going to be. You know, you have to take some chances at times. As a whole, I think our defensive backfield is young and getting better and have a little spirit and a little spunk to them, and that's, that's all you can ask for. Uh, we lost Devin White early in the first quarter uh, with a knee sprain. Let's hope that's going to be all right. But the young kid Minter came in from LSU and played pretty darn good football. Levante David made some plays, and I think we're more physical up front. I told everybody that we're going to be better without Gerald McCoy, and we are better immediately. Why do I say they're better? Well, the last two games we played are probably the two best defensive games we played since Gerald McCoy got here. Coincidence, maybe. Maybe not. But it sure looks different when people are trying to run inside now. It sure looks different. And the team in general just has a little bit more nasty to them. 
And it's been a long time since I said that, but I've been, I've been praying for a little nasty. So you're looking around this, the NFL, Carolina struggling, Saints are struggling, Falcons are gettable, you know, they look good yesterday, but they're gettable. And here we are. I'm not ready to look at winning any kind of division or anything like that because there's a whole lot of tough sledding coming up. The Buccaneers have to win against the Giants. They must. And then they got to figure out a way to maneuver through that crazy stretch 500 somehow, playing a majority of the games on the road and doing a whole lot of traveling. So at, to right, right now, 1-1, one, one, take that all day long. Take it all day long. Still don't know where the Buccaneers are at. I know we're better because of Bruce Arians, and I think we're better because of our coaching staff, and I think I see that already. Not perfect. They made some bonehead mistakes at the end of the, uh, of the game with the timeouts and all this kind of stuff, but in general, I thought the play calling was pretty darn good. So we have something to you know look forward to. Looking around the NFL, there's injuries everywhere. I I told, I mean, if you listen to this, listen to In the Trenches religiously, I'm always questioning whether these guys are ready to play, and they certainly are not. Everybody's going out. Yesterday, I'm watching the Eagles game. I think it was their first quarter. Deshaun Jackson's out, Alshon Jeffrey out. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And Drew Brees out. Ben Roethlisberger out. What? There's a whole lot going on in the NFL right now. There's going to be a whole lot of backup quarterbacks getting, you know, getting their uh, due out there, and they're going to become more more popular now. Jacoby Brissett, you know, we thought there was a spur of the moment thing when you know Andrew Luck decided to uh, retire. They knew it was happening, so that was Brissett's team. They don't look too bad. So. There's a whole lot of stuff going on in the NFL, but we're here in Tampa Bay and we're one and one and we can't worry about all those things. And as far as being healthy, we're pretty darn healthy right now and defensively playing pretty darn good football. Imagine uh, if we get JPP back and we get him back swinging the way he used to. So you never know. Let's just hold it down for a little bit and let's let Bruce Arians and his staff get these guys ready. Um, And uh, you got to be happy to this point. Things could change real quick, though. The Giants are going to be hungry, real hungry. Eli's going to be hungry because if he loses this game, uh, Eagle must start looking over his shoulder immediately. And I'm sure Saquon Barkley's uh, tired of losing, that's for sure. If anybody ever wants to get in contact with me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. If you have any football questions, uh, make sure you're listening to the Ron and Ian Show Monday through Friday on 95.3 FM and 620 WDAE. That's AM from 3 to 6 or 3 to 7. And we'll be talking about all the NFL stuff going on that we went over and we were watching this weekend. But uh, Buccaneers, um, they play on Sunday, and this is uh, they're all big. When it's 16 weeks, they're, they're all big, but they figure out a way to win this one. Uh, I think the sentiments will change for sure. And it's been a long time since we've been positive in these neck of the woods. But I'm happy you guys tune in every week to End the Trenches. Hopefully we'll be uh, Victory Monday next week when uh, we're talking about the uh, big Buccaneer victory over the Giants. Have a wonderful week and enjoy your football watching. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Everybody 
seems to be concerned or concern themselves when their frustrations are their coaching staff, it's always about a play call. It's always, can't believe they called that play. Can't believe they didn't pull the quarterback. It's a lot of generic things. There's a fundamental misunderstanding of what truly takes place. Um, Very often, it's misguided as to what the problems are. It's not saying that it's somebody else's fault other than the people responsible. Because at the end of the day, it's the head coach's responsibility to make sure that the coordinators are doing what they need to do. Make sure that the position coaches and the coordinators and the head coach are responsible for this. To make sure that technique is being taught properly. Make sure that the conditioning is sought and handled properly. It all comes under the auspices of the head coach. But, uh, and so it's not about affixing blame somewhere else. Because it all comes under him. But there is a fundamental, it's always interesting because it's always come down to play calling because if something doesn't work, I don't understand it. Why did we run that instead of this? And and it's very rarely the biggest problem. The biggest problems that exist is the execution of a play. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.